0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. It is August 17th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your AEW Dynamite post show. Thank all of you all for being here because holy crap. Last week, this week, next week, uh, one of the most insane stretches of Dynamite. One of the most insane stretches of TV wrestling. This millennium, quite honestly, with with the changes and, and the adjustments that we've seen to where Raw and SmackDown have like this feeling of at least spontaneity and and freshness. And Dynamite is like, oh, let's see how much huge shit we can do week after week after week. We've got Alex Pawlowski here to talk about it. FightfulSelect.com, which we will be bragging about quite a bit tonight. Uh, He hosts Sour Graps over there. Among many other things, he'll be doing an all-out post-show uh, he's got all kinds of good stuff. He's also running his own YouTube channel, so please uh, subscribe to that as well. Alex, how you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing good. I just did um, on my YouTube channel, which you can find Alex Graps so on YouTube, just did a uh, live reaction to Kenny Omega's return and that amazing match. Um, uh, yeah, We'll be doing a lot more fun stuff after this. I'm probably going to stream some Strider's Revenge. Ah, so come so over good. and hang out. Uh, it's a great game. Uh, we did that a couple nights ago. It went pretty well, so I think I'll do that again um but yeah so that'll be good uh i uh, i'm doing pretty well after the beginning <laughs> hour of that show and the last half hour i don't know what happened in
0: the middle there it was some <laughs> weird stuff but most of the show was awesome well we will be talking about it i got an interview with billy corgan up uh right now i've got damian priest this week as well i uh, have a new japan interview tentatively scheduled here on this channel so please subscribe it would mean an awful lot if you all did also We've got day after dynamite. If this wasn't enough for you, Will Washington has a day after dynamite show now here. We we called him up from overbooked. We poached him to be quite honest with you. Uh, we didn't even tell Joel Pearl. We're just like we're taking him. We're taking him. We we grabbed him like like WCW grabbed Mike Awesome. He showed up here. He still had the the overbooked imagery and everything on Thursdays, but that is now on the site. Of course, uh, we got post impact shows all kinds of good stuff and ask Grapsity is on fightful Select.com this week so we got a whole bunch of new stuff to promote but hey uh one of those reasons that you want to subscribe to fightfulselect.com. a month ago fightful select reported that kenny omega would be returning to aew in a trios situation with the young bucks that in fact did happen so go ahead go over there Subscribe. It would mean a lot. We broke news today about Deonna Perrazzo's contract situation, Chelsea Green's contract situation. Uh, I've got more contract stuff tomorrow. Yesterday had word that a prominent AEW wrestler had been contacted by WWE, or at least that was uh, their claim. But, uh, yeah, we've got lots of stuff there. Get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. We would greatly appreciate that. That's Humper Chats. Dot com. Johan Benson says, Alex's camera makes it look like he's in his Gene Takovic era.
1: Yeah, it's it's fairly washed out, trying to figure out all the ins and outs of it. I, it's, a, it's a new webcam. The webcam on my laptop over here is ass. So I got a <laughs> nice new webcam, which is nice and clear. It just washes me out entirely, and I got to figure it oh,
0: out. Oh, man. Well, we've got uh, plenty of Super Chats, Humper Chats to get us started. TNA for Life says, wrestling is fun AF right now, and I love it. It is. I'm excited to see what these two madmen, Tony Khan and Triple H, will do to one-up each other. And listen, with Triple H, like Jimmy asked me today, how would I rate it? And I said, in general, like Triple H's effort so far, probably like a seven. But on the WWE scale, it breaks the scale. Yeah. Because not no constant rematches, mid-card titles established, promos are better, there are more things that keep you intrigued, yeah. spontaneity, all that stuff. And Tony Khan's like, yeah, well, listen, what I'm going to do is bring back CM Punk and Kenny Omega, and I'm going to do a title unification next week. So suck on that one. And I, I want him to keep going. I want Triple H to roll up to Cleveland next week in a Jeep that he calls a tank for the next 20 years. I want him to ask him to open up the garage door. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm ready. Tony said the show felt more intense than usual. Agree? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i would say with to that start out with sure with that match that happened uh yeah well joey bag of donuts says did tonight's exchange between punk and mox replace punk mjf is the greatest exchange ever in aew i don't know if i'd go that far but damn was it good alex we started with cm punk coming out to the ring and he was he was ranking he was he was ranking Eddie Kingston and John Moxley and he said Eddie Kingston's like the third best Eddie, second best Kingston I've even been in the ring with. He said John Moxley's the third best guy in his group and that seemed to be a recurring theme throughout his career. That was good, especially when you weigh the fact that CM Punk, I mean, largely helped craft a narrative that didn't, I wouldn't say help Roman Reigns for a very long time. I'm not going to say that was the responsibility of it because it was WWE's booking that did that. But Keep Roman Reigns Strong was a talking point that was birthed on the CM Punk Cocabana podcast. So to hear him be like, oh yeah, and by the way, both of those guys are better than you. That one, that one stung a little bit. Like that one was a good one.
1: Yeah, uh, the thing that stuck out to me uh, was him dropping bombs on dudes who weren't even there
0: yeah
1: like hangman be like hangman you want you want a rematch come on out let's have a rematch right now and hangman didn't um because in in wrestling uh parlance the way it always works is you call somebody out and they're standing gorilla knowing you're about to call them out (laughs) and their music hits immediately but that's not the way it would actually work uh, I like I to think, think that kind of Fuego
0: funny. just hangs out by Gorilla, waiting for people to call him out. And every every week, he's like, "God damn, again!"
1: <laughs> just <laughs> just waiting for his number to come up. But yes. uh, but yeah, him him just yeah smashing all over uh, uh, Hangman about how he's not he's not, not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. Um, uh, which is interesting because like they they are doing what I hoped they were going to do with Hangman. It's just like they're going to do it with Moxley. Where Punk is now feeling himself a little bit, maybe he wants to dip into like being the old CM Punk. Maybe he might have to cheat to beat beat old John Moxley. Like, where are we? Go- where are we going to go with this? It's going to be very interesting to see uh, how they do this with with uh, with CM Punk. But I
0: I liked all this, and of course, it got really really good when Moxley came out. So Moxley did come out, and man, he was like, Punk, you only came back for the money. That's it. He's like, I know you lost your fighting spirit a long time ago. It's like you're you're writing checks that your body can't cash. And he waved his foot around a little bit. They were uh really letting each other have it. And uh I loved it. Like Mox. so flame ink says CM Punk speaks the truth. Mox sucks, always has. I love well, that it's I love that's, that it's got that's
1: just objectively untrue. Hey, so, listen, I
0: mean keep whatever. sending me your two bucks. I'm happy to repeat this on the air. I don't care. Uh, I'm I'm just happy that people feel one way or another, and they're very, very interested in what is going on right now. And John Moxley just has that. John Moxley just brings it and, and has that, that feel of realism. Jambeard says, Silver posted a tweet that Hangman was busy eating. Yeah. <laughs> and that. Eloquent says, Justice for Tony Neese. I'd laugh if he ruins next week's unification match. So later on, Moxley interrupts that situation. And he's like, no, 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 no. Here's how it goes down. They came to blows early in the night and they got separated. Well, here they go again. And Punk, or Punk said something like, I don't want to touch you. You just bleed all over me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, man. There were some really, really great zingers here. And they had to be separated again later in the night. And it was then announced that they're doing the match next week on Dynamite. This came out of nowhere. Everybody expected this at All Out. I think they probably even I, expected it at All Out. I
1: still expected it All sure. Out. Sure.
0: Like, it. The, you
1: AEW is not a, everybody pay $5 for the Peacock every month, and you can see all the PLEs every month. Yeah. They are a, a pay-per-view business. My, my, I tweeted out like they spent five minutes building this match. And already I, I can't think of a time I've ever needed to, to, to see two men fight more than I do with these two guys. And then it only got better with the second time where Claudio has to come and pick up Mox and take him away.
0: Yep. like you Claudio be, was so good. He's he was, so invaluable to this, so
1: Alex. Good. He's so good. Um, you, Tony Khan would be certifiably insane to do this match on free TV instead of at their biggest pay-per-view of, of the year <laughs> when people will pay to see it. So they're going to try and do it next week. And it's not going to work because they, they're Whatever is going to happen is not going to go through and they'll have whatever happens next week. They're doing the match again at all out. I, Tony I, I have to
0: believe it. Tony niece, maybe. Um. So there, there's also another fantastic line. He won't even be the first John I've beaten for the title in Chicago, and he's definitely not number one at Mm -hmm. that. Now, I don't think anybody can dispute the greatness of John Cena right now, but to this audience, to that man, what a knife. And considering it came from Punk, because Punk paying that compliment, ah, man. So everybody's asking, MJF, MJF, MJF? Roy says, Could this be MJF's return next week during Mox versus Punks? Here's what I said earlier. If MJF comes back and puts himself in the title program, it'd be like, well, well, why isn't Wardlow in the title program? Because the last match that MJF had, he got squashed. And here's what I say to that. If (laughs) if that happened, here's how I would see it. Well... If there's one person who would try to undermine literally the entire point of AEW, it'd be MJF. And if that happens, Wardlow can't complain about it. It needs to be Dax or Cash that does it for Wardlow. Because a lot of times when you send a babyface out there to be like, oh, well, gee, I deserve, it should be me. It doesn't carry as much weight. Mm -hmm. If Dax or Cash say, I know he's not going to say it, but he deserves this, not you, that carries a lot more weight, especially considering their history with MJF. Um, I've not heard of anything again. I'll just say this. Nobody has talked to MJF people that talk to him daily people that, that shot his videos that wrestled with him, that were, that were talking to him every day have not talked to him since that LA show. So uh, I don't know. Right. Um,
1: there there there's a it makes perfect sense for MJF to come back next week to ruin AEW's big night where we're going to do the interim versus the real t- title title for title one guy comes out the champion thing that makes perfect sense where where you lose me is how what leverage he has to be inserted into that title program going forward like You you ruined it. What are we gonna? Why are we gonna reward you for this behavior? I feel like there's there's something beyond that. Don't even get me started about what they're doing with Wardlow right now, and what a waste of time that is.
0: So uh, yeah, I'm not thrilled with that. But Distri says him shouting, "Tell me when I say lies," Mm -hmm. in between bombs made it even more impactful. Connor says, "Uh, "Fun show. Love the Mox promo brawl." Although the shot at Hangman was strange, unless he's a part of the main event at all out, y- you know what? If they wanted to do Punk, Moxley, Hangman, I would not be mad about that either. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the I wouldn't the, be mad about that either.
1: I, I still, I still think they're going to find a way to make Hangman part of the Dark Order trio. Yeah, in the in the trio's tournament, like that's what makes him want to do it. That and so, so you were going to get the Dark Order and Hangman versus the Bucks and Kenny in the finals. Yeah. And that's going to be what happens. And so that, that'll be interesting to me.
0: Mike Lima says CM Punk is Bret Hart pre-Mania 13, becoming more and more dickish, heading to a full heel turn. Moxley is face-leaning stone cold. Eddie Hangman and Moxley called him out. The facade is cracking. Heel Punk, Babyface Omega in the near future. Buddy, heel CM Punk is something I've long wanted. You know what pisses me off, Alex? What's that? I think my biggest, like, this match should have happened was CM Punk and Steve Austin about a decade ago. Yeah, I know. Like, when they were doing that 2K stuff, and they were doing the I could whoop your ass backwards stuff. And for, like, I don't know, a decade or maybe six, seven years, it looked like, well, there's no way that could ever happen. And both those sons of bitches are still wrestling now. I'm like, man, they're going to miss each other still. Yep. And the promo work there, Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, we will obviously talk plenty about this throughout the show. Lots of stuff, um, about, guessing about the ending, but Nerd Drew says, I was shocked Punk didn't drop a straight edge-related uh, bomb to take a shot at Moxley's alcohol issues. I think when he gets a little more heelish, I don't think that's it straight mm-hmm. out the gate, Alex. Right. I think that's the low blow he resorts to when he realizes mm-hmm. that Moxley is way more of a threat than he's giving credit for right so uh, i'm very excited for that but now everybody's talking about next week chris frazier says might be biased but cleveland is important in Punk's story as it hasn't even been referenced in story maybe max comes back next wednesday or in wolstein um listen if there's one city that gets screwed out of a huge match i would hope it be cleveland It would be par for the course. Do you know how bummed out I was when I went to Cleveland and it actually didn't suck? Yeah. I, know. I was like, man, I can't lie. It's not like a terrible city, but I, I expected it to be absolute garbage. Not, gar- not cashier, as bad as it used to be. It the, the, r- the river doesn't catch on fire anymore, so that's nice. So the funny thing is, as I was walking down through that, that town with my, my Bailey haircut, courtesy of Awesome Kong, the guy that did the hastily tour, hasty tourism videos yeah. was doing stand-up. At oh, the cool. place next to where I ate, it was uh pretty cool. But Joel says pay-per-view match for free next week, gotta be a false finish. No way, they Hogan Goldberg that right. Um, I think there's a possibility. I I mean they don't like to do screwy finishes, so no, they they don't, which means they
1: have they they have some kind of leeway, which means like if they sure. do one,
0: if you if you if you do duke DQs. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Three times a week, every week, for months at a time, no matter when you do them, it, it sucks. But yeah. if you do a DQ like you did with Drew and Kevin Owens this week, but you haven't done one in weeks and weeks and weeks, all of a sudden it seems to be like, okay, well this was the one that it made sense to do and everything else stopped doing them. So maybe this is their leeway they have.
0: Matt Reichel asks if MJF could brutalize Punk. Volob says double count out. Josh Weaver says have MJF steal the belts. That way he's not getting rewarded for his actions. I mean, then they just make more. It, like it that's the thing I always like, never.
1: John, John Moxley, that belt didn't exist until he won it. So
0: Yeah, so I don't see that as the thing. I don't know about MJF. Bako 5 says DQ with Mox, Punk, MJF. MJF versus Mox versus Punk it all out. He was beaten by Mox for the title a while at 2020. I mean, the thing I keep going back to is his last match was him getting crushed by Wardlow. Yeah, that's what I keep going back to, and I haven't <clears throat> heard anything one way or another about MJF. I wish I had. He did great business for us.
1: They don't do storyline stuff with with people in the back, but like. It would be a perfect time for MJF to do, like, I've got blackmail on Tony Khan. And that's why I get this match. And he knows what I've got on him. And that's why I get this match, because I see all whatever, that that kind of a thing. Do you think he should introduce a lockbox? I think think as long as they pay off the lockbox, eventually, let's say after a few NDAs, I think it's good.
0: Oh, man. We got... B Vang saying, what a great show. Will MJF get involved. Omega being back was awesome. I I don't know. I don't think so, but I I don't know. Uh, But I'm not expecting it. William says, is Eddie winning the title in New York? I don't think he'll win the title in New York. I think that he should get a title shot in New York, but I think he should win like immediately. He should win it all out. He should win the week after that and build it. Like give him three or four straight wins and well, yeah. Punk's like, "All right, I beat Mox. now I'm going to beat you in the main event in your hometown. Let him heal it up there." Right. And he does beat him beat him there. Why not?
1: Yeah, a punk uh, punk dropping Kingston for no reason during this thing means that they've got punk versus Kingston on the docket at some point. They don't they don't have you know they're like, hey, uh, punk, when you cut this problem, make sure you, you drop a little Kingston thing in there to make sure we, everybody's appetites are whetted for that again. Like they're, they're deaf. They have that plotted somewhere down the line.
0: Eloquent says, "AW rarely do schmoz finishes genuinely intrigued. Um, that, that I agree. I, I'm very interested. Bailey Fuller says punk and Mox first up and have a time limit draw. Maybe, but like we've been through that. We've been through that before, like less than a year ago. So I don't know. Ricky's saying MJF will be the box head. I I think that is so anticlimactic. I really do. Uh Jimbo says Eddie wins the title after MJF crowd distraction. No, nah, I don't if Eddie wins the title, I don't go towards You, you MJF. gotta have
1: Eddie win it clean, man. Yeah. After all the weird booking around some of his stuff,
0: you gotta have him win that title clean. Eloquent says Mox, like hangman, was eerily aggressive towards punk. The hangman name drop was no accident. Heel punk coming. Um, I mean, there was a little bad blood between Hangman and, and Punk, if you guys remember, like those promos got oh, yeah got pretty heated. That, that's what he She, she said,
1: well, it doesn't matter that you're a like you need to come out and apologize. The apology better be as vociferous as the disrespect was before our yeah. match. Like,
0: that's you know what? He's he's holding the grudge there. William Tucker says DQ next week, steel cage in Chicago. That I would that it. would yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. I think that'd be cool. Uh, reminder, guys, get in your super chats, get in your Humper chats. Please leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it if you guys would do that. But I love the idea of a steel cage match in, in Chicago. Jambeard says since punk and Mox is next week, what's the title match for all out? Do you think it could be hangman punk two or maybe lights out rematch with box? Well, if it's lights out, then it's not for the title because it's uh-huh. a non sanctioned match. So it can't be for the title if they don't. Yeah. I
1: mean, cage match makes sense. Street fight, something like that. I, I, I think that if if there's a is there's a finish to the match next week, then there will be a rematch at the at the, uh, the pay per view. Uh, if next week just ends in some kind of crazy schmas, then they're going to do the match again at paper. I, I just I can't believe they're going to give away that match that's been built so well in ten minutes of promo battle. Yeah, you can't give it away.
0: Mike McVaney says, great show tonight. Did I hear it right that they dropped Bleacher Report? Excalibur said fight, not BR, so I hope so. Um, I hope so, too, but as of right now, if you go to fight, uh, it says that the event is not available in the United States area. Mm -hmm. But that could change if you get NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I don't know. Maybe you want to change your virtual location to Lithuania, New Zealand, something like that. This graphic is wrong. Not one additional month free. How about four? Four months free with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I love that Alex froze up right when he did with his hands up in the air. That was amazing. You get a 30-day money back guarantee. Holy cow. I'm pumped about this. Works on all your devices. They have multiple tiers. You can start with just a VPN, go up a tier, get a pass, go up a tier, get a locker on top of that. And that means fun for everyone. You want to buy that UFC pay-per-view and spend less money? NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You missed the WWE Network? NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You want AEW+, plus? NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out. Browse safely. Browse securely. Block annoying pop-up ads. Get rid of online trackers. Be safe on that unsecured Wi-Fi, nordvpn.com slash i All hail the Nord. <sighs> Nerd Guru says they can't even have gang wars ruin the match next week because Punk doesn't have any friends. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I love it. Turf wind and fire says, so if AEW was a wrestler, they wouldn't walk out for their entrance and yell at the crowd. I'm going to need $5 from everyone right now. So, you know, it's funny, Alex. Yeah. We didn't run like when I, I wrestled, I worked at the worst turd level indie mm. ever. And Kentucky is a pain in the ass to run. So we would run the Ohio river towns. Cause there's no commission. Sure. And, I would heal people from across the river. (laughs) I would heal people from across the river. And one of my go-tos was, did I lie? Did I lie? I would say, we wouldn't have to do this benefit for your fire department if you all stopped blowing up meth labs. Did I lie? (laughs) So I I felt a little little warmness in my heart for CM Punk tonight. He wasn't lying. He wasn't lying. And I respect that. Ohio can go to hell. Bailey Fuller says Chicago street fight it all out. MJF ruins the pay-per-view. I do not think they will have a screw job main event pay-per-view thing. Like they got a little taste of the the barbed wire extreme firework gimmick thing. Uh, I don't think they'll they'll do an anticlimactic finish like that again. Irene says can't wait for it. But I wonder what the Mox Punk World Title uh, Hot Shot next week is about. Feels like someone's being added to the feud, but who? I mean, Hangman is right there. Alex, he is just oh. sitting right there, like as a possibility. This is the thing.
1: Uh, Hangman is sitting right there. They had Punk bring him up, like he he insinuated that Mox is too chicken to challenge his best friend Eddie Kingston, and then had Punk drop some stuff on Eddie Kingston as well out of nowhere. Um, So I think, and then everybody's immediate thought on in our chat. And I think all over the place is what if MJF gets involved? I think there will be a third person added to it. And they just gave us even without really giving us MJF, they still gave it to us. They gave us three people for us to wonder, is that the third man? Watch it be somebody we've never considered before. Who's got nothing else to do at, at all out, you know?
0: Man, we are 26 minutes in and we're still on this and I love it. Uh Jake says, uh no friends, watch FTR and Wardlow run out to help just for MJF's music to hit action and uh or to hit an all action stop and then walk out as it fades to black. I mean, the pinnacle being reunited does make me go like, is it? Like, could it happen? I, not, I not with
1: Wardlow in there as well. Just you know
0: but um jambeard says maybe eddie's anger gets the best of him and either dqs the match or accidentally uh cost mocks the match because he wants to kill punk maybe um yeah maybe isaiah barry says do you think they keep ftr away from punk for now yeah i do they
1: they've They've got unfinished business with the biggest heel stable there is in the AEW right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. got
1: to do that first,
0: I guess. Yeah, I'm so excited about it, too. We've got the Hobbs interview. We can finally move on. Hobbs kind of tells his story, um, says that Ricky Starks got too okay with losing. What do you think about this?
1: Um, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, in a, in a weird, like you know, the the at least the heel has a reason for what they're doing kind of way. I'm into it. Um, I'm like Hobbs and Starks when we get that match is going to hump all over the place. It's going to be amazing. So looking forward to that. Um, but uh, yeah, I I also really love uh, both Ricky and Hobbs hating the factory because who doesn't hate QT Marshall? Yeah, I think it's great. That they both don't like him for totally different reasons um uh but man I, I i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this over and over again until i get what i want will hobbs being managed by stokely hathaway has like just sacks of money are being printed like just
0: just just give it to me i need it rerun says was this the greatest Themed wrestling show ever American dragon versus dragon slayer, Kylin King, Ricky, the dragon family betrayal. And it totally worked. I, I completely was lost on the Kylin King thing and now it makes sense, but Mm -hmm. uh, very clever tie in there. Very clever. Twist of fate studio says sometimes the in ring action just doesn't connect, but you'll never have that problem. If you use code fightful, it says to save 10% of NordVPN. Oh buddy. It's way more than that. It's four months free. Four months free. Uh, we get Death Triangle and uh, UE next week. Uh, we got, and not that UE. Osprey said last night that there's a new member. Hear me out. Pack turns on Lucha Brothers to join uh, the United Empire. That way UE is in AEW and New Japan. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, I, I, sup- I suppose it's interesting. Um, I think we'll talk about this at the end. Uh, looks like Dragon Lee might be in the in the in need of somebody else to help him out right now. So maybe if you replace Pac in the Death Triangle with Dragon Lee, kind of makes a little bit more sense. Uh, maybe that's what they think down the line. But um, I just love Pac calling out Will Ospreay because I want to just—is that a match? We can just get it all out. Can we just do that now?
0: Now, can we do that? Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, Kenny did that interview with me in June. Yeah. And I said, like, as he started to bury Will Ospreay in that unique way that Kenny does it, he said, I've oh, had a bunch of five star matches that nobody remembers. I got over five star matches when I had about 12 of them. And I said, Kenny, you know, this is going to be the headline. And he mm-hmm. giggled to himself and said, Let me dig myself out of this hole, then buried him a bunch more. Yeah. So that's going to happen in the yeah. future as well. Twist of Fate Studio says, sometimes, actually, we just read that one. Luis! Luis. Jimbo says, who does Eddie face at the pay-per-view? Same with Hangman.
1: I thought... Well, Eddie's already already facing
0: Sammy Guevara. Yeah, Eddie's facing Sammy, and he needs to win that. He needs to win that. And Hangman, I still
1: think, is going to be... Like, somebody's going to take out two members of of, uh, Dark Order. There's only four of them left. So take out two of them, and they need a third guy, and that third guy is going to be Hangman in the tournament. Maybe they lose somebody uh, in the first match, but then they replace him with the other guy, and that's fine. And the second match, they lose another guy to injury, and they're in the finals because they won that match, but they need a third guy, Hangman. We needed to step in and face the Bucks and Kenny in the finals. Will you do it, Hangman? Will you do it for us? And he says, yes. And that's how we get our, our, I mean, they do that. I don't know.
0: Bill says, no dragon chew tonight. <laughs> Very disappointed. Uh, thank you to Wombat in combat for gifting five YouTube subs. I'm slowly starting to add like some uh, old members only shows, some behind the scenes clips and stuff for our YouTube members only stuff. So uh, big thank you to that. But we've got twist of fate also sending in a super chat. Big thank you for your donation. Jorge says four things. Mox Punk next week. Omega doesn't look 100%. What happened with Lee and Andrade Roosh, Uh, and Paul Michael Levesque, zero, Anthony Riffey, Kwan, three. Very clever. Uh, we will get to all of those things. But right now, it is time to get to Brian Danielson versus Daniel Hecking-Garcia. Um, Joshua asked you to describe the best out of two, two out of three falls using Daddy Magic's voice. Uh, you know what? just just explain the ramifications of this match there you go
1: let me see you. let me tell you you going to want to taste what taste of some family betrayal some some reprisals within the family let me tell you something we got our eyes on you daniel garcia we got these eyes on you what you did to chris jericho is unforgivable we're going to see you next week in the ring i don't know just me trying to figure out how to do that on the fly <laughs> And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Match was fantastic. I was able to, uh, thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful, switch over to a feed that did not have commercials. And um, listen, am I going to tell you to subscribe to this service just so you can watch this match? Yeah, I am. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. This was a special match and Garcia got his win. And here's what I love about the fact that Danielson won. They're still tied up in falls right now. Mm -hmm. It's two, two. So if they wanted to do it again, they could, this was hard hitting and emotional. And it's how you when When I see people that say, Oh, you, you gotta have stories. You gotta have the stories. Well, as it turns out, sometimes the match is the story Mm -hmm. and the action in the ring and how you react to it and what you do and your sense of urgency and what you're willing to pull out and little things like calling a sharpshooter the dragon slayer, like that stuff. It goes so far into telling this story. But uh, Alex, this was beautiful.
1: This is gorgeous. It was everything? It was everything that it needed to be, uh, and it did the the story of um, the uh, the the for lack of a better term, the young lion challenging the leader of the pride, the very best in the world, uh, to see if he's got it yet, and he's almost got it. There's just something about that old lion that still has everything it needs. I I, I love. The storytelling of all, every every fall made made sense. Um, I love um, like just the killer instinct that Daniel Garcia possesses as a character. Of I choked him out, so that's one fall. Now get it. I'm start counting because he's still unconscious. And if he does, if he finally manages to get to his feet, then I'm just going to keep pummeling him until I can get two falls in a row on this guy. And um but Danielson being this brilliant technical wrestler who's able to reverse something into a quick pinfall where where Garcia wasn't ready for it and that ties it up and now it's anybody's ball game and that that third fall was just brutal and so well laid out everything about
0: this match was so wonderfully done. This was how you develop somebody as a baby face through the attrition of the match. And a thing that you will hear from people who don't watch the show is he's got to get those mic skills. No, Daniel Garcia is already fantastic on the microphone. He's Realize. got a great delivery. He cuts great promos. He's got a, a, a element of realism to him. He's got that dog in him, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with every movement that he makes, and every word that he speaks, you see that. He's yeah. not afraid of anybody. No. He's a heel that is not afraid of anybody. And I'll go back to this. And and this is what this reminds me of. When Leo Rush had a bunch of heat in WWE, one of the things that a couple veterans said was, well, when you are every bit as good as you think you are, sometimes it's hard to give that person advice. And that's how Daniel Garcia, the character, has seemed. He's every bit as good as he says and believes he is. And he wouldn't take that advice. Instead, he went running to Jericho. He didn't want that. He's like, he's like, no, 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 no. You don't recruit me. I go where I want. And it it is such an inspired element. And then he has a battle with Brian Danielson that all due respect to Chris Jericho, he can't have with Chris Jericho at this stage of his career. Right. At some point, perhaps he could have. Um, and, and that, that's coming off of Jericho's best AW match ever, but this is a different type of match. Yeah. And Danielson shows him that respect. They're about to shake hands, and it, it doesn't work out. But I'm sure we got a lot of super chats about this. Damien says, geez, AW can't go a week without someone bleeding. Ah, as it turns out, people bleed when they fight. Yep. Bailey says, If Garcia joins BCC, Yuta and Garcia as a tag team, please. Um, That would be an immediate, like, big team to have together. That would be really, really fantastic.
1: Especially because it it should be Regal instructing them. Yes. You're going to go and get the tag team titles. And they hate each other. And they will not do it, but Regal says, you're going to because I say so. And because each of them individually respect Regal so much, they go along with it, even though they really hate each other. Listen, um, can they coexist as a storyline doesn't inherently suck. It sucks if you do it all the time and really lazily. If you do it for a reason, like Yuta and Garcia had an amazing match at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view and still hate each other, but now they're on the same side, even though they hate each other, that's a good storyline. That's good. Can they coexist? I'm
0: looking. I forward mean, forward. to me, two hundred pound technical wrestling authors of pain sounds like a pretty sweet gimmick. Let them yeah. mow people down because yeah. I believe it when they do it. Nathan DePaul says Garcia is a made man. After this, I have to think he's facing Jericho at the Buffalo show. After all out, that would make an awful lot of sense. And Drew Nicholas talks about how that situation unfolded. Cause we got that dissension with Jericho as was just mentioned. Uh, Drew Nicholas says crowds adding to the story organically is a beautiful oh, thing. Baby. The crowd chanting, you're a wrestler was heavenly. And this story is being done so beautifully. That's where all the sports entertainment bullshit that they're doing with Jericho and, and that, that group pays off because Like, well, yeah, if you're a great wrestler, usually you can also be a great sports entertainer. Look at Timothy Thatcher with Riddle. He showed that he could be a great sports entertainer while being a great wrestler. But Rerun says the you're a wrestler chants were special. It's awesome to watch how AEW builds stars. And it was good because Garcia is like, this is my moment. This is my stage, even in defeat. Why are you hogging this? You've had this for 27 years 30 years like this is this is my opportunity this is this is me being the lion heart and jericho's just sitting there and he he's he's being p diddy to mace right now he's pulling him out and getting in front of the camera with a shiny suit and garcia's like no god damn it i got my own shiny suit right now i'm ready i just dropped harlem world stoked for this love it
1: I love him slapping Jericho's ridiculously gloved hand out of the way. Jericho and his his bracelets and everything, and I I love that you you look at you look at Garcia and we've this is the thing we've always said Garcia doesn't belong there. Yeah, he belongs he belongs over here with the wrestlers. You can just watch him wrestling, you know where he belongs. But I absolutely loved that they had a real, not not just kayfabe kayfabe as well, but real life reason why he feels like he owes something to Jericho because of the actual real life car accident he got to and Jericho basically buying up the entire GoFundMe and giving him like all that money for his medical bills. Like, I owe Jericho this. Even though he knows where he really belongs is over there, he feels like he owes Jericho that. That's an amazing uh, thing to be pulling you in two different ways. And Jericho tonight may have just made it that much easier for him to go where he knows he belongs. It's perfect
0: storytelling. Evangelina Gray says he's, uh, she's hyped for the Jericho-Danielson custody battle. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And I would love it if down the line they go after Lee Moriarty from Stokely's group too. And I would love that. Tom Lavalley says Garcia and Danielson bled together. It's on there. Jericho right. has basically called his shot. Whatever happened between those three at All Out will rule. That is a fantastic point. He yep. bled with them. Eloquent says, AEW is masterful at getting their young stars over. They gave Garcia the wheeler Utah over moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It it happened, and Garcia got those chants, and he got the handshake, and yep. or, or the, the offer, at least. Mm-hmm. Far says... Brian starting a splinter group in BCC with a more heel technical wrestlers on his side while Mox has Yuta and Claudio. Uh I, I think that right now it should stay like one umbrella, like one yeah. type of thing before you start doing like BCC Wolfpack or anything like that.
1: I mean the whole thing is that that, that they, you Actually, can see no that disco
0: inferno's in there.
1: Right. No, you don't you don't want that. You never want that. Virgil's in there for some oh, reason. Man. Um listen. Um I think over the course of 9 to 14 months, you can tell that story. You don't need to do it now or even be building to it now. You can start telling it in about a year from now and then finish it out. If you feel like the BCC is ready to like to, to break apart, do it in a way where guys have to pick a side. Two, two alphas in that group say, declare, I'm in charge. And then everybody underneath has to pick one.
0: We got a uh, super chat saying uh, from DDM saying loved watching this should have been commercial free sensational pay-per-view quality Danielson makes you feel every hit St- stellar storytelling it sure does I mean they, I think they could have saved them between falls I think that would have made an awful lot of sense because it felt like very early there it felt like there was a commercial every three minutes it was getting to be yeah. a lot but I can tell you it one thing I'm having it yeah. go ahead it did feel that way but I, I did appreciate
1: the I just choked him out count him count him, yes. him now I, I like that. If you if you say after each fall, there will be a two-minute rest period and we'll do it. You don't have that yes. really great moment where, where, where Garcia is like, sure. get him out of here now. I'm, I want to win two falls in a row.
0: And I, I would love like it to be brought up that Daniel Garcia specifically didn't want a rest period because he's yeah. the younger guy. Maybe he feels he's like said? he's sure. got that. And by that same token, I mean, we saw that in last man standing matches. Somebody would sort of utilize something for the next fall, and that's that's how a good match like that should should play up. Flame Inc. says so what if next week is a clean finish with Mox and Punk and either man just wins no run in no dusty finish no time limit draw just a good old wrestling match. Well then I don't want to see it again at all out a couple weeks later.
1: And it Um, feels it feels weird that they would do that and only have the two weeks to build up to the biggest possible match they could have at their biggest pay-per-view of the year. It feels odd that they would do it in that way. They must, If they do that, they must have something beyond all of our comprehension that they have in their back pocket for All Out.
0: Well, I mean, right now, here are the rankings. Jay Lethal's number five. He's got a match set up. Daniel Garcia's number four. He just lost. Chris Jericho, number three, just lost a title match. Powerhouse Hobbs is number two feuding with Ricky Starks. And a guy named Hangman Page is number one. So I guess we'll see. Ben Morris says MJF could also just say a title match was a condition of his re-signing and say that TK is scared of Triple H. That would honestly be a really good line. That would be, that would be a very, very good line. And you know what? I think that that's a good kayfabe reason as well as saying that Sure. Uh, Triple H got this guy a little bit antsy and he offered me a title shot just to come back. That's, that's some good shit. Honestly. That,
1: that could be some good shit.
0: That that's good. I like that. Brian Mahoney says, Brian Danielson basically wrestled his 2006 self tonight. Yeah. Uh, that's what I love. And Brian Danielson is such a supremely good sports entertainer. Like one of the best I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. From a a, a funny, entertaining aspect of it. Like he, and he is one of those guys that when he came in, got accused of vanilla midget, no personality, yada, yada. And that just wasn't the case. You saw the fun stuff he did with Miz. I beg of you, go back and watch the stuff he did with EC3 on NXT. That shit was so funny. It was so good. We saw him come out of his shell. And now we're seeing Daniel Garcia. He's being brought out of his shell by 2.0 and by uh, Chris Jericho. We're starting to see that. And like the parallels are there. And I love it. Matthew Plus says, am I the only one concerned about a bloated BCC? BCC. No, I mean, yeah I, yeah, I think Garcia's one that they mentioned right out of the gate, so right. he's it feels okay.
1: Like, it feels like this has been a story building to that, but I will say, like, I think you got Garcia and maybe one more, and that's all you get. That's it. I don't. You don't need to have seven, eight, nine guys in this faction.
0: Alex says, any chance we get Punk Tanahashi at All Out? I think there's a chance, but I think that matches a foregone conclusion. Right, And if you're not doing FTR versus Swerve and Lee at All Out, which I don't get and we're about to talk about, it's very, very, very weird to not do that, then I don't know if you want to go with a foregone conclusion main event. Uh, so let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let me let me read this. Uh, Brent Lockman says, Dut cut the angriest promo about a pencil the world has ever known. Other than that, please, for the love of God, get Wardlow away from these people. Yeah. I mean, listen. I really enjoy Sanjay Dutt's wrestling and his work. I'm open to seeing what Satnam Singh does. I've had trouble getting into the Jay Lethal stuff. Had trouble. And now they're doing a six-man, apparently, with Wardlow and FTR... Why wouldn't Ward? Why, why wouldn't first off? Why wouldn't Wardlow be more interested in defending his title? Why wouldn't FTR get a title shot at this point? What is the deal? What's going on here? How does this make any kayfabe sense?
1: It doesn't. Um, uh, the TNT title doesn't get defended on pay per views. Yeah. Like I, I, honestly, like I feel like maybe one out of the last five or six it was def- if that. Like, it just doesn't get to – I don't know why. Frankly, I don't know why. But, like, Wardlow's a really special talent with a really interesting following. You could build this guy into a brand new – you can't do this. Like, okay, is it going to be fun to see him powerbomb the giant guy? Yes. Okay, great. Is that the whole reason we're doing this match? Yes. Well, then we're not doing the match. Then we're not doing the match. Like, you can't do – Wardlow – and the best tag team in the world, maybe in my opinion, ever having a meaningless, utterly meaningless trios match on the same night, probably, that we're going to see the Young Bucks and Kenny versus two members of the Dark Order and Hangman for the trios titles. Like even then, it can't possibly be anywhere close to the best trios match on the night. We got Wardlow and FTR. This What a terrible waste of those beautiful titles and the amazing athletes.
0: Fit, like Jake, Jake says, forget k It doesn't make common sense. Right. They, uh, have lost one tag team match this year. Right. One, two, one, two tag team match. And it was to John Moxley and CM Punk.
1: And that, felt, I, that feels like it was years ago.
0: Yeah. Rob Wilkins says you can coexist with Rob and Maggie on Friday at 3 PM. Also, uh, they've got a post show on Fightful Select. So there you go. Thank You to Grande Cold Bruce for subscribing on Twitch. We are simulcasting to twitch.tv/slash fightful gaming. Somebody now I don't know if this was even a I don't know if this is a troll or not, but greengrass guy says SRS, hope things got better since you got worked by MJF and had an embarrassing Billy Batty interaction. You'll turn it around. Jimmy won't be mad forever. Well, here's a fun interaction I'll tell you about. After Billy Batty said that I got that story wrong and I got work and convinced everybody on his show that that was what happened, he admitted to Will Washington personally that he had no AEW sources. And by the way, Will Washington knows mine and knows that my story is right. So, and by the way, Jimmy does too. So I'm just saying, we, we got... Time will be very, very kind to us on the MJF story, and I am very excited for um, for that. Derek Gordon says, "Pack saying you must have had your head in a box." And that promo tells me Kip Sabian will be the new member of United Empire. Well, I don't know if Pack would be hinting at that, but maybe. Um Pack cutting a promo. I'm just glad that that Pack is here and doing stuff and i i like the utilization of that title elsewhere yeah it kind of feels like goddamn, what was the title that they use and it was just all over the place wdbf used to have a lot of those titles that would just pop up elsewhere yeah. but um yeah i i'm just glad to see him there right yes yeah yeah i i i i love
1: uh and I think the All That Channel has a really great way of being able to be like a brand ambassadorship to all over the world to get people talking about AEW and their amazing wrestlers. I think it's a great idea.
0: Sean says, what if MJF says his deal to come back is that he gets a title shot of his choosing and MJF in the bank, he causes a DQ at the Punk Moxley match with the intent of challenging a weakened Punk, but TK makes it into a triple threat at All Out instead. That's a little too overbooked i think i think that's 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 stuffing about 27 pounds of shit into a five pound sack daniel says jericho versus brian wrestling versus sports entertainment it's it's already it's a basic feud jake says i saw from alex's twitter he would like a boiled cheddar sour cream pringle pot what
1: Uh, that's it's one of those troll food accounts on tiktok they, okay. they they boiled two cans of Pringles and added Velveeta and beef stew. It, it's it's disgusting, just oh. disgusting.
0: Jam says Bail the time. only thing the only thing that good or good coming from Wardlow. Uh, or okay, let me start this again. The only good thing that could come from this match was Wardlow powerbombing Satnam Singh. Otherwise, why is this happening? That would be very awesome, actually. Um, But, yeah, there's no reason this should be on a pay-per-view. This should be on Rampage before the pay-per-view. Right. And, honestly, it shouldn't be then because Wardlow should be defending the title on Dynamite or Rampage before the the pay-per-view. That should be, like, that should be one of your big go-homes for the pay-per-view is TNT title match. Listen, as... as much as I
1: honestly really don't care about the Satnam Singh thing, I mean, we'll see where he gets eventually. Yeah, it's too early to say whatever. But after the thing with 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 Lethal, he did put Wardlow through a table. Yeah, Wardlow saying, "I want you at all out, big man, for this title," and then Wardlow actually beating Satnam Singh would be a big big deal for Wardlow, and he'd be actually defending the title at all out. Like what, a, what a, what a, what a world we would live in if the TNT title was ever defended
0: on pay-per-view. <laughs> Tom says do Wardlow and FTR versus Sanjay and company next week. Well, I just want to say, I'm glad Sanjay's wrestling again, regardless. Roy sure. says Jay lethal has somehow become AEW's Dolph Ziggler. I think that's a really good comparison. I think it's a fantastic comparison. Sheldon says says a lot that the last time the TNT title was defended on pay per view was All Out twenty twenty one, Miro versus Kingston.
1: A year we were talking yeah. about that with the Intercontinental title going a year from from WrestleMania to WrestleMania, but it wasn't even on WrestleMania. Like it's like like we make make those those titles mean something by by having real stories and defending them on the pay per views.
0: Bill says, chuckled when Taz says Justin Roberts took a bump. Uh, Taz is is very entertaining. Yes, by the way. Jake says FTR versus Garcia and Danielson will probably be the best tag match of the entire century. I would love to see that. There's a million, yeah. There's a million combinations that I'm ready to see there. And we're probably gonna end up seeing. And they'll get like 20 minutes on dynamite as well. Right. Ronald says feels like there's gonna be three trios matches on the card. Uh, with Pinnacle versus Lethal's team, House of Black versus Sting, Darby, and Miro. I mean, I do think it's important that that week they really establish that there is a division as well. Like, that is very important. Flame Inc. says, My last Super Chat, good old wrestling match, but a mega return or debut to challenge the winner. MJF, Gargano, or Fiend, they are all unsigned. I think MJF is the most likely of those three to show up in AEW. I think if AEW wanted the Fiend, they would have had him by now. Or, or Bray Wyatt. I think if that deal was going to come together with Johnny, it probably would have by now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Swerve in our glory and Private Party are backstage. They're setting up something. Private Party announced that they are ranked. I mean, good. This will be a good title defense. But I don't know if this needs to be at all out because Private Party are never on TV. So they're, uh, this they're needs doing be, it. They, yeah.
1: They're doing it on on Rampage yes. this
0: week. So Rampage, I think, is the right move because immediately when I see them and FTR and Wardlow are like, ah, we're going to do a trios. I'm like, shit, is this going to happen at all out? So then they said Rampage. I'm like, cool, let's rock with this. I got right. no problem with that. I, 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 I was thinking that the, what they were
1: going uh, to do was to figure out a way to, uh, to do FTR and, uh, and Swerve on Our Glory. But to make sure neither of them had to lose, they put a third team in there to take the pinfall and another triple threat, because they love doing tag team triple threats at the pay-per-views. I don't know who it would be, the acclaimed, somebody like that. Um, but it looks like FTR is spoken for, not defending any of their titles, not trying to get more, just going out there to back up Wardlow against Team Lethal.
0: Rankings right now, as uh, we are asked, do you think swerve and lee face it all out well ftr are in a trios match the young bucks are going to be in a trios match 10 and evil uno are ranked third they're probably going to be in a trios match uh-huh. then you got four and five and four seems like the best so i'm going to tell you who's number five right now best friends who are in the trios tournament number four is the acclaimed right who reunited with daddy ass. So, um, the gun club just dominated varsity club to the point where I'm like, God damn, is that a message? Like, did they have heat or something? Oh, oh my
1: hi.
0: God. That oh was, hi. they, there was, they got jobbed out and I got to say, Job Brian Pong, b- b- out. jobbed out hard. Like there, there's a lot of like, Oh, this person got buried, buried. This, this felt like a burial. This really did. Now, I want to say, Brian Pillman had a hilarious tweet yesterday. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. He said that he was at Dillard's and told some old lady he was a pro wrestler. And she was like, oh, the ass boys kick their asses tomorrow night. They suck. And then after that match, he tweeted, I feel like I let all those old ladies at Dillard's down. So that was very funny. Good for him having a, a sense of humor, but damn. That was, boy, that was a squash. Also, back in my day, when I first got on YouTube, I used to watch uh, No DQ Alex. Were you familiar with that? No, no. They would have these things like... Mr. Clean and the Incredible Hulk, and shit like that. And they would have like storylines on a video game for SmackDown versus Raw, and they would have their own moves. Uh, there was one for the Pillsbury Doughboy, mm. and his finisher was the Dinner Roll. And one of the ass boys uses the Dinner Roll, which is the double underhook roll yep. <laughs> as his finish. Yep. And to this day, 15, 16, 17 years later, I'm like, the Dinner Roll. <laughs> I love it. It was such a perfect thing, but mm-hmm. I love the finish. Afterwards, the uh, ass boys turn on Billy Gunn. You got Stokely well, out there.
1: It felt like Billy Gunn was doing the thing where, like, the gruff dad who never told his sons that he loved him yes. finally told his sons that he loved him, and they picked that moment to turn well, on him.
0: he did later on. It just wasn't those two sons. Right. It was his his real sons. So uh, Acclaim come out. They scissor daddy ass. Max Caster got in front of the scissor motion. Can't do that. Production. Production. But Lovely Punch is here to celebrate the most anticipated return in wrestling history. The return of scissor me daddy ass. They've got like three things that are super over. Max Caster rapping. Uh Anthony Bowen's just saying the name of the town and we are here and scissor me daddy ass. Yep. They've gotten like three, three promo things over before they even hit the ring, Alex.
1: Um, here's the thing about all this. I love scissor me daddy ass. It's the only thing out of this that makes all this worthwhile. Because like you had, you had what it looked to be Billy Gunn choosing the acclaimed over his son's. And everything was working great. We're like, oh, good. He made the right choice because this daddy ass. We loved seeing that. That's got to stick around. And then like a week later, he chose his sons over the Acclaimed again. And then they kept feuding and kept feuding and kept feuding. And they had the blow off match. They had Max Castor did a music video. Then they had the dumpster match. The Acclaimed won the dumpster match. They tipped it off the stage that went over like they won and this feud now has to continue because of all this stuff as well. And it just feels like if it's great that you got back to where you were supposed to be, which is sizzling me daddy ass gets to continue unabated forever. However, there was a whole bunch of other weird nonsense steps that kind of make all of this feel less like it actually meant something. But that's not even the worst thing that they did tonight about in that fashion.
0: Joey Bag says, On the third day, scissor me daddy ass rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. Flim Flam Mandrew says, Kenny Omega's return is big and all, but it's going to be lost in the shuffle, doomed to be overshadowed by daddy ass scissoring once again. Britt right. Lockman says, Gun Club committing patricide on a Game of Thrones-style episode. <laughs> so <laughs> true. That's good shit. That's good shit. Jambeard says, not surprised billy chose to claim they do the same type of entrance as what the outlaws used to do casters road dog and bowens is billy that's a great point Uh that is a great point we got the jungle boy promo he apparently got in trouble for the christian cage is a pussy thing uh Uh, he says he's been trying to fight christian cage but christian cage doesn't want to fight he wants them to make up But instead, Jungle Boy beats that ass. By the way, uh, Luchasaurus is suspended. How'd you feel about this?
1: Well, let's talk about the ridiculous interview that Jungle Boy gave. It was like, it was all part of my plan. I asked Luchasaurus to go and be friends with Christian, you know, to lull him into a false sense of security so that nothing could happen. Like, it's really, really dumb. The plan was dumb and the execution of it was not great. I still think the best thing they could have done was to have Luchasaurus go with Christian for a while and have Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy. And within that match, Jungle Boy is able to – Luchasaurus, they're still good in you. I can feel it. Like that's an amazing story you can tell. And then you can have the Christian and you can extend this whole thing. This just feels like it could have been – so much better it's good the match with christian and jungle boy is going to be good it could be so much better if they hadn't cocked up this whole luchasaurus thing
0: bako five says christian could use a partner kip sabian anyone listen guys i love kip sabian as a performer but once he comes back i bet you we ain't getting no super chats about him i mean that's that's reality like carry that same energy please when he's back because he is a great performer yeah meet Normus says glad to ctk TK P- security after Wardlow murdered the old crew can't believe i'm saying this but i'm thinking about going to cleveland and i think that's why they're putting that match on next uh-huh. week because ticket sales are picking the hell up christopher hart says who do you think Swert. we read that one louis jambeard says private party is ranked fifth best friends are not in the top five rankings um, well, I, I read straight from AEW's site. I forgot that uh, Private Party moved into fifth. William Tucker uh, also wouldn't mind seeing them face 2.0. Um, well, one of them's hurt. So, yeah. William Tucker says, FTR will be di- busy defending the IWGP belts in Japan. That may be the reason. No, they're going to be on the show. Yeah. They're on the same show, my friend. Another person asks who faces Swerve in our glory at the pay-per-view because the top three teams are busy. Maybe facing Gun Club. No, The Acclaimed. The Acclaimed, probably. It looks like that's The Acclaimed. Yeah. Jake says, Lee and Swerve versus Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale. What's wrong with you, Jake? You got to send a lot more than two bucks to put that in in our mind. The Trust Busters Best Friends video. I'm fine with it. They're setting up that match. We got Penelope versus Athena. Claudio speaking. Zach Clayton's gonna get that ass whooped by a Hook on Rampage. Mm-hmm. But eloquent says happy Penelope Ford is back. Me too. But uh, what stands out to you about what they announced for Rampage?
1: Um, I, you know, I, I, this I'm I'm really into Private Party versus uh, Swerve and and Keith Lee. I think that they give they give him time. I think it's going to be a really, really great match. Um, uh, if if you do the Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory, you can do that. I think the Acclaimed have, have gotten themselves over in, in a lot of ways. It just feels like um, it's a weird match to do, considering that also over with the same amount of people, uh, the same kind of people, are Swerve in Our Glory. And it feels yeah. like you really want to have that match where you can have two competing groups of fans who chant at each other or a real strong heel or let's say a dream match like FTR versus them. Like if the whole storyline is FTR can't get uh, a title match because the young bucks were champions. Well, now that swerve and, and uh, Keith Lee are champions, they should be like, yeah, absolutely. You guys have been ranked number one for months. You could have your title match. Let's do it all out. Like that makes way more sense to me than anything else.
0: Bird says another good choice for swerving our glory would be Brody King Buddy, especially since Dark Order looked to be beating them in the trios tournament. Uh, quite possibly, um, I, I wouldn't mind if they did like one of the the battle royals where they're like top contender and whoever wins sure. wins. Because sure. that, that that obviously isn't going to be the marquee match. If it ain't FTR, right? Well, that that throws a lot of stuff into question. But it's not going to be the Bucks. It's not going to be FTR. There's, um. I feel like Miro probably gets
1: involved with the House of Black match in the first round of the Trios tournament, and if we're gonna have something that comes out of that, I need my Miro versus Malachi one-on-one match. I don't, I don't want to see Miro trying to get along with with the Goth dad and his Goth son. Yeah, I just want to see one-on-one Miro versus Malachi, power versus skill. I just need to see it.
0: You got Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. at all out. Tony Storm defeated Kailyn King. I'm glad to see Kylin King back. Sure. She, um, I'm surprised she didn't get signed, and I'm surprised that when she left AEW, she didn't get signed somewhere because she left AEW of her own accord. She told me it's because there wasn't a contract coming, and she worked herself from enhancement talent to talent who's got a dozen wins on their shows without a contract. But she's back for this. Six foot one. She's teaming with Sawyer Rack here and there on the Indies. He's like six two. Deathmatch wrestler. Glad to see her back. Oh, this match was fine. I thought it was was a fine match. It's just there wasn't any heat behind it. There wasn't a lot of like story behind that. Tony Storm. I love Sweet Cheeks music as the name of her finish or as of her hip drop in the corner. That shit is hilarious. I also dig the finish of Kylan King has to roll out of the ring to avoid getting pinned, but Tony storm's like, no, and just pins her. Mm-hmm. I like that too. It's just the place they put this, like the, it, it felt like a formality to get to the pay-per-view, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, this whole thing that, that we should talk about Statlanders. I don't know if you saw it, the, the,
0: the video movie. was great. The video, video was great. So was good. Great.
1: Video was so great, but it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Her like little moment of of trying to be like self-deprecating and, and trying to be be like put a smile on about it, but you can tell how much it hurts her that she has to go out again uh yeah. for such a long time. That sucks. And it's weird that like the what we have now is well let's just we'll we'll do Tony versus Thunder Rosa. Like, okay. And I think it just feels like it's a Everything with the women's division kind of feels like, well, sure, let's let's do that. As opposed to, here's this thing we've got cooking. This is going to happen, then this is going to happen. These are the stories, this is the chapters of the story. And finally, when it's undeniable, we got to have the match. It just feels like, yeah, sure, let's do that. Why not? And it doesn't feel like they're actually putting any real oomph behind it in these storytelling.
0: i agree and i love both of these performers uh, nerd guru says he's tired of having kick-ass shows where th- uh, like this where 99 percent of the stuff is perfect but it's a disgrace to see what they did or lack of rather uh or rather lack of women's stuff one segment unacceptable but happy kenny is back gotta see more they got to put some more juice into this like make me care more Fake 5 says swerving our glory versus briscoe's for all out again i mean if it came out of a battle royal sure but they just lost to, to FTR. So um, I would say no. But if won the Battle Royal, that'd be good. And give FTR another reason to be pissed yeah. off. And FTR could be like, well, we're already booked up for All Out, so we couldn't even get in the Battle Royal. Sure wish right. we would have known. Give them a little bit more of a reason to be pissed off. Like, just add to it. Mm-hmm. Beard says, with the previous pillars being Jungle Boy, MJF, Darby, Sammy, who do you think are the next four of the, of this generation? For me, it's Garcia, Yuta, Starks, Thunder Rosa. Uh, I think those are four really good ones, but Jade has to be considered in there as well. Yeah. Like I think that she would be a good one to include.
1: I think the Yuta and Garcia ones are really, really good shouts. Cause it does feel like they are a completely separate generation of, yeah. uh, of stuff than the guys from before them. And they're still so young.
0: Roy says, "Would love Kaitlyn King to get signed and even uh, get the Will Hobbs treatment for go to enhancement to legit mid Carter. I would really like her and Sawyer Rec both signed if they uh, do the tag team thing. I would also love to see Kylan King team with Jody Threat. Um, I mean, Jody Threat looks. I mean, Kaitlyn King looks like a six foot one version of Jody Threat. They're both like jacked in great shape. Wrestle yeah. in in very unique ways." Uh, I think that that would be a, a really good approach too. Both of those could be good teams. Ben Morris says if Punk versus Mox isn't the all-out match, Mox and Danielson for the tag titles maybe. You know what? That sounds really cool too. If that's if they end up winning that battle royal type of thing, that would be pretty damn dope as well. Yeah. Sofa says there's got to be something happening with Punk and Moxley next week, right? Like some sort of shenanigans. Sofa. Do you mean like maybe somebody getting put to sleep? But let me tell you. Mm. If you fall asleep, you don't Mm. want to fall asleep on your sofa. And you don't have to when you go to helixsleep.com slash fightful. I've mentioned this before, Alex. A couple Mm. years ago, I was kind of sad. I was sad boy Sean. Having trouble sleeping at night, man. That slab of memory foam I was on didn't help. So I hit up helixsleep.com. I didn't want to go to a mattress store and roll around on a mattress everybody else had been. So I went to Helix Sleep. I took their quiz. I got matched up to the perfect mattress for me. Something just in between soft and firm. I was only a back sleeper before. Now with HelixSleep.com slash Fightful, I can sleep on my side, which leads to a more versatile night's sleep, which leads to me getting more sleep, more consecutive sleep, deeper sleep, better quality overall. You take that quiz at helixsleep.com and they hit, they set you up with the right mattress. You can try it in your own home, risk-free for 100 nights. They have flexible payment plans. They have a lot of uh, great financing options. Helixsleep.com and now you can save up to $200 and get two free pillows with your order. Invest in your sleep. That's what I did. and Fortunately, afterwards, I hit them up and I said, you know what? I'd like to do some work with you guys. And they said, you know what? We'd like you to do some work with us. And we've been together ever since. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Man, uh, I say that I use all these sponsors daily. Uh, I use HelixSleep.com slash Fightful ideally uh, eight eight hours daily. A third of my life is spent using HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. And Sofa, as far as the shenanigans... I don't know. I I think that AEW has built a really good reputation on not doing that, but I also agree with Alex that they can get away with it once. But once. also, I, I do feel like the Eddie Kingston, the fireworks display that went on, that's one of those that they didn't <laughs> plan, but you used up one of those, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Although it's been a year and a half since that, so... Yeah
0: eloquent says sure tk is aware of the women's division criticism why is he so opposed to women's matches i mean i can only say look at the numbers and i feel like the numbers would increase if the stories got better
1: i will say this is I, i heard somebody analyze it this way what what did tony Khan grow up loving and like basing what he thinks wrestling should be on All that Mid South stuff from the 80s, where there wasn't wrestling, women's wrestling. Like, it's just like not something he grew up on loving and and like doesn't, maybe doesn't have the same thought of like, oh, I got to book these women's stories because it's not what his passion lies in, which is fine if you realize that a lot of people do love women's wrestling. So you hire somebody to be in charge of that. And then you give that person time on your show to tell stories.
0: Brent says, I just need Jody Thread on a TV screen somewhere. She's more than earned yeah. it. Hopefully they use her for the Toronto shows. Uh, she got a tryout with WWE three years ago. And I saw her that weekend. I walked into the Midtown Event Theater and saw her doing a delayed vertical suplex on a grown man. And I was like, a oh, damn. Jambeard says, non-AEW Super Chat. Thoughts going out to Jesse the Buckeye. Looks like she's struggling with health issues again. Hoping things get better. Sending love to our friend, Jessie the Buckeye. She's been at the Mayo Clinic. Uh, Just a a wonderful girl. We're always thinking about her. Donate to her GoFundMe if you are able to. We greatly appreciate that, guys. Well, it happened. As reported by FightfulSelect.com and something that is sure to make our friend, Jessie the Buckeye, feel very happy. Kenny Omega returned. Again, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. It's just five bucks. And how about this? If you guys have said, well, I don't like Patreon's thing where if I subscribe today on the 17th, I'll get charged on the 1st. Well, guess what, guys? It's dead. It's gone. We are one of the first Patreons to be accepted into anniversary billing, which means you will get billed 17th every month. I know some of you will go, well, why wasn't that the case already? Wish I knew. I pushed for it. I emailed Patreon every month for the last two years asking for this. Uh, will it cost us a few bucks? Yes, but it's going to be better for our audience. And um, that's what we're here for. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Ask Grapsody is this week. I'll have a Q&A this week. Sour Graps at least twice a week. Alex pretty much has the green light to stream whenever the hell he wants, though. But um, lots of stuff over on FightfulSelect.com. If you ever ask, why don't you cover this? Well, guess what? Steven Jitson does that on the weekender mm-hmm. on FightfulSelect.com. In addition to all that news, it is quite literally the most inexpensive, exclusive wrestling news service ever. It's cheaper than newsletters were back in the day. FightfulSelected.com Jambeard says, you missed my super chat on Monday at the end of the show asking when you're going to interview Kid Bandit. We have a Kid Bandit interview up on Fightful right now, uh, several months ago actually. And says either Kenny is an awesome actor or he's still hurting. And that's sad to see. I think he is an awesome actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and was he hurt? Yes. Did I have people close to him saying, yeah, he hasn't posted pictures of himself in a while because he's not quite Kenny? Yes. But Kenny's a great storyteller. And one of the things that I love about this story, Alex, is sometimes when you come back from injury, you just aren't yourself anymore. Right. Yeah. And you're not, you're not always triple H with the YouTube video and all that stuff. Like, Sometimes you are. Right. But not always.
1: Right. And also watch professional athletes, like high level professional athletes, when when they go out for a really long time and they've had surgery. Like there's a minutes restriction in the NBA on guys who come back off of knee injuries or whatever, because you want to make sure they're they're in game shape all this kind of stuff. You can't do that in practice. What all? So it's really cool that like when, when in on BTE, when young buck says, are you sure you're ready? Well, Kenny couldn't even answer that on the phone. He'd right. have to find out for himself in the match. And yeah, he looked rough, but I think it was on purpose to help tell the story that by the end of this tournament, you're going to see Kenny by God, Omega again.
0: I'd, I'd encourage some of our non-sport or non-sports fans look up Brandon Roy. At one point he was a three-time all-star. Looked like he and Greg Oden, who kind of fits this as well, and um god, who else? LaMarcus Aldred were going to be a force for a very, very long time. And Brandon Roy got hurt and his career was ended for a while and he tried to come back and he shot like 30% from the field he was yeah. not himself anymore not only was he not an all-star he wasn't good enough to be there anymore and this is at 27 28 years old he couldn't yeah. come back he couldn't make it work you just never know um and i think he's playing this up perfectly i think he's yeah. doing it great he had a compression shirt on like he had a big shoulder pad on this is very oh, clever so good. Sarah said she screamed when Omega came back. Love him. A lot of people screamed. They were very happy. Uh, ben says, just wanted to shout out Justin Roberts' work on the Omega return. Great facial expressions and amazing delivery that elevates a wrestler in a, a way that few, if any, ring announcers can. There are some that just have that. There are. There's Tony Chimmel with the Rated-R Superstar. There's, there's those legendary calls that certain ring announcers have a certain talent and that's that's one of them a lot of speculation about the injuries um we'll have uh luis kind of separate those into injury speculation and uh general kenny omega stuff but bailey says uno preston and hangman versus elite sign me up well the elite defeated lfi it was a good match uh, Dragon Lee did one of the most psychotic dives I've ever seen with Kenny Omega on top of the barricade. Looked like he headbutted or did like a blockbuster suicide dive. It was batshit crazy, Alex. And he flipped over and his feet hit some like 12 year old kid, 11
1: year old kid in the front row. Get now, owned, kid. Thing- uh, and I was said, like, oh, no, the poor kid. And then his kid turned around. He was wearing a Bored Ape NFT shirt. And I was like, ah, oh, screw that kid. <laughs> that kid's got his priorities all out of whack. And we're still wearing NFT gear. So, uh, yeah, no, that, that was a crazy spot. That was ill-advised, I guess is what I would say. That was nuts. Uh, the whole thing was I was asking my chat uh, when I was doing the live reaction, is this a real deal? Like is the Dragon Lee like part of Los Fexion they in Gobernopolis? And they were like well, if he, if he is. He ain't so. anymore. I think so, <laughs> maybe. And I was like that would be great if he was because I would really like to see more Dragon Lee and then by the end we found out what the answer was.
0: Yeah, after this match after uh Elite Win, Dragon Lee got DDT'd out of his mask, which was shocking, very shocking, but yeah. Britt Lockman says, is Dragon Lee okay? I'm fairly certain his soul noped out on that dive to the outside. Um, and Jambeard says, Dragon Lee almost killed a kid on that dive. That has to be the reason Andrade turned on him. Uh, Andrade don't care about kids.
1: <laughs> Andrade said, F them kids. He doesn't Yeah, care.
0: he doesn't care. And Jambeard notes, Dragon Lee hates kids confirmed on Fightful. Well... I don't know what happened with that finish, but for everybody saying, oh, is Kenny working? I was like, is Dragon Lee working? Because he got, he ate that V-trigger and he was completely weighted. I have never yeah. seen a one-winged angel deadweighted like that, just yeah. planted. And Kenny was like holding Dragon Lee's hand and sort of squeezing it and talking to him afterwards. It was so weird. Uh, what do you think happened there? And this is all speculation. Well, what
1: I think happened is that you're going to see that by the end of this, i think i think the the full whoever wins whatever team wins the bucks and kenny hangman and two members of the dark order i feel like that's going to be your 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 finish i think that you're going to fully see kenny omega turn face and hug it out with with adam hangman page at the end of this thing yeah. i think that's going to be your big your big arc of this whole tournament is Hangman and Kenny, where they finally come face-to-face again after that amazing feud. You're going to see them back together again, uh, and I think that's going to be the way – because I, I didn't see – was it was an injury thing. I thought it was like, Dragon Lee, man, are you okay? What an amazing wrestler you are. You almost killed me on that suicide dive. You all right, buddy? Okay, good. And then he leaves, and then we get to see Andrade turn on Dragon Lee, and Roosh – was like, maybe I don't want to do this to my brother. But then it was like, yeah, screw it. Let's do this to my brother. And Kenny trying to get back in the ring to save Dragon Lee. Like, that's a babyface move. Yeah. Like, we're seeing that Kenny Omega came back as a guy we want to cheer for. Even though he's still got Don Callis with him, there's going to be a major moment in the story as well where he says to Don Callis, you know what? You're fired. Get the hell out. Yeah, like,
0: that's going to be a big moment, too. So, Callus and Nakazawa came out with Omega, and he sends like Callus gets sent on after giving some words of wisdom. Nakazawa hangs out. I forgot about Nakazawa completely, honestly. Yeah. But Ricardo says, just happy to have Kenny on my screen. Joey Bagadonut says, Danielson Punk, Omega all back is what AEW desperately needed. And I mean, they are still, they are still uh, missing all of undisputed era for a while. So yeah, that we've still not seen them at a hundred percent or even near it. Yeah. Bobby says better pop pop punk last week or Omega tonight. I, I would say punk last week, but they were different. Entirely unexpected. Yes. Entirely unexpected. And this week it was very much like they did that on purpose. Austin says leaving the event now, but goddamn that Kenny pop. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Flame Inc. says, tell us why we should sign up to Fightful Select. We can wait 10 minutes and see it on every other site. Well, uh, let me tell you, Flame Inc. Do you know how many times I've seen our reports aggregated and I've had to say, hey, guys, this isn't what was reported. This isn't what was out there. Do you know how many times I've seen contextless stuff on sites? I'll, I'll give you a hint. Every site that has aggregated us has gotten one of those emails from me. that's like, hey, uh, can you correct this? Because this is not what we reported. So that. And also, if you have questions about the story, you can just ask me on Fightful Select because I'm probably not going to respond to the the DMs about that. But also, uh, you get daily shows on FightfulSelect.com. And that's pretty neat, too, Alex. Yeah. Kenny versus Lee. Winner keeps their finisher. Lee still uses the same one, right? That is not the same finish, Flame no. Inc.
1: No. If
0: you're going to spend $10 to troll me about Fightful Select, by the way, I love it, it. Ain't, like, it ain't I'm going to pay you
1: $10 to tell you I'm not going to pay you $5. I mean, that's that's very... <laughs> Here's $10. I won't pay you 5
0: I have been owned <laughs> hard. Ben says Kenny selling the injuries, doing the one wing danger was great. Great, the man works everything. I think he was getting dead weighted. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened there. Yeah, but a lot of injury reckless speculation. King of the North says Omega gonna throw that compression shirt off in the next match, and my shirt is gonna come off. The goat is back. It seems very much like a thing that he eventually yeah. does. He rips the shirt off, and he's jacked to the hilt, right? Yeah. Uh, Derek Gordon says, unless you're Adrian Peterson and come back and rush for 2,000 yards. Well, that's the point, Derek. Not everybody is Triple H with the YouTube video. Right. And that's what we've typically seen in wrestling. Right. We haven't seen a ton of this man is a shell of their former self type of thing. We've right. heard it implied.
1: Well, the, the story of... He's back, but is he all the way back? And then tell the story of them finally getting all the way back. Is a story we never get to, we never get told, but I think has a lot of legs in a in a more reality based storytelling type of place.
0: We got nerd guru saying Peyton Manning himself, wasn't himself after the neck injury, but he still won a Super Bowl on the way out. Kenny knows what he's doing. I think it was a wonderful mix of real pain and selling. I think it. I'm sure it was. He uh, mm-hmm. underwent tons of surgeries and and took care of himself but i mean i would love to see a wrestler in the future that has to be like ed harris from major league like he's putting snot on the ball he's doing anything he can to just keep his glory sawyer says punk last week kenny this week mjf next no i think they can sell it just based on mox and and Mm -hmm. punk i don't think so and I, from what I understand or what I'm hearing this title match might've been like sort of last minute, but we'll huh. see. Huh. NCB says, Alex SGS for life. Do you think it's wise for them to bring Kenny back? If he's not fully healthy, do you think he was selling? I think he was selling Alex. I'm sure he doesn't feel a hundred percent. He's just getting back in the ring.
1: Yeah. He's just getting back in the ring. And like that dude, ha- that dude was messed up. He had so many things wrong with him. Not the least of which was vertigo get Matt. Like if you ever had any oh. kind of like dizzy spells
0: and trying to just like walk down the stairs, imagine like doing finishers to guys. So he told me how he got that. He got it because on a drop kick, Okada like flipped over knee landed on his head. I didn't realize I had vertigo when I trained MMA, but I had vertigo. And when specifically when somebody would go for a high single leg and I'd go up against the wall, I remember my shoulder would go up against the wall mm. as I defended And the room would go like that. And it'd be like you were stepping on a scale, like a manual scale, and the thing goes like this. That's how the room was for me. And mine wasn't from anything like that. It was a bit of an imbalance. And it was very mild. And from what I understand, his was really bad. And he's wrestling 30, 40, 50-minute matches at a ridiculous pace. This is not defending a high single-leg takedown. No. And he's doing that with a sports hernia, with a, I think it was a leg knee injury, with a bad shoulder injury. Uh-huh. Woof. Distri says, cannot expect anything else from the cleaner. Uh, my miss super chat was about punk yelling. Tell me when I'm telling lies in between the bombs. Buddy, we got that. We talked yeah, we about that early. It. We yeah. read it, my friend. We read it. Shanika says, I'm happy as anyone to see Bionic Kenny, but my greatest hope is that he's happy, healthy, doing what he loves. Great to see him back. It is great to see him back. We have uh, a lot of an update on, on what he was doing and and how the time off was handled, how he took himself back off the road at one point. But uh, yeah, FightfulSelect.com. Uh, also, somebody please give Flame Inc. $5 so he can subscribe. Garrett says, I hope Kenny's shoulder is slightly gimmicked up. The compression top shoulder brace is scary. I think it's meant to be scary. And then when he rips that shirt off, mm-hmm. yeah. there you go. Sawyer says, even when TBS counter programs you with battle bots, AEW has been so good. I know I got to tune in to make some super chats. Kenneth, we thank you. I, I love battle bots. I think it's a hoot. Flaming says, I thought Lee used a one-winged angel or modified version of it in NXT until he settled in the spirit bomb. If not, I'm sorry. It wasn't a troll. That wasn't the part that seemed like a troll flame ink, but it was the other part. You being like, pitch me on why <laughs> I should support your original reporting that you spend your life doing when other people <laughs> unresponsibly Often aggregate it. That's what's what we saw as the troll buddy. Like, I got no issues with aggregation. I uh spent a lot of my life doing that, as did Alex. He did he did a quite a bit time. of it yeah. as well. But um let me tell you, it's the nothing beats getting it from the original source. Mm-hmm. Mike says, What I one or wanted to say I loved your fightful select podcast about the punk news. One year later, Dragon Lee deserves a con a contract. So, yeah, I did a podcast a special we do those on select pretty often but it was one year after we broke the cm punk news and uh, we started that show by saying like yeah it might be some of the biggest news of the last 10 years then the vince mcmahon news dropped yep a couple hours later yep bobby says kenny is he the best in-ring wrestler the past five years i to me yes to me he's my favorite male performer to watch.
1: Yeah, it's it, if you want to talk about, like, uh, consistency over
0: that time period, probably Kenny Omega. Jane Beard says, I remember there was a time when Sean would report something behind a paywall, and in two minutes it'd be on WrestleTalk. Yeah, I... I when people ask me, they're like, what's a responsible amount of time? I'm like, could you give us a half hour, please? <laughs> but now what I do is I'll tease it on Twitter... Yeah. Well before I post it. And people are like, right. hasn't shown up yet. I'm like, shit, blame Reddit. I don't know. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I gotta, we got a staff to pay here. Charlie says, kind of want Death Triangle versus Best Friends, because they promoted that trio's feud on Dynamite after the triple threat with Kenny Pack and Orange in 2021. Well, I mean, you're eventually gonna see all those. Like, we've got a host of new bangers that we're gonna be able to see because of this trio's yeah. division, and I just hope it can matter. Me too. Junie says, Kenny versus Brian in a who can make me worry the most match. Man, Kenny did his job then, man. He did. He Kenny did. did his job. Mm-hmm. Did did very, very good. Uh, Bako 5 says, Shocked UE didn't screw the Elite tonight. Well, I mean, they're, they're not cleared. They're not good to go. So, I mean, there was no point. Chaos but Control you, says... What you, what
1: you might see is them try and get involved in the finals... If it involves both the Bucks, Kenny, and Hangman, then the UE trying to get in there and get involved. I'm not saying they would they would they would affect the end of it, but they might try and get involved or show up afterwards to say, "Oh, great, we now we see who's got those belts. We'll be taking those at the next pay per view." Thanks,
0: guys. Get in your super chats. Get in your humber chats. Leave a thumbs up. Uh, by the way, the list and you boy return today. Jimmy Van uh, shouldn't be. Missing very many more shows in the future, but Cinebay brings up a good point. Every one of the other shows, 90% of their reporting is Fightful Reports. Hey, that's the thing. And listen, to kind of put a bow on that, if you can't afford it, I'll never guilt you for that because I've been there. Um, I was poor for about 95% of my life and couldn't afford doing anything like that. But listen, if you got to choose between food and Fightful Select, Please pick Fightful Select because um, you can survive, like, weeks without food. Yeah. just saying. Bailey Fuller says, if Dark Order get eliminated, Uno and Ten should have a tag title shot. They've been uh, second and third ranked for over three months now. They deserve it. They do, but considering their push, I I feel like that'd be like a Rampage or a Dynamite type of thing, Alex. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, of the people... Who are uh not immediately involved in something else for all out, um, and are currently in the top five, the acclaimed make the most sense uh to to book something immediately, because you all you gotta do is have Max Caster drop some rhyme where he buries, you know, swerve or whatever. So, or Keith Lee indubitably or whatever. What what rhymes with indubitably? You know what I mean? That kind of a Shit. thing. <laughs> so uh so I think that there's a, a really um a really good uh chance of that happening. Otherwise, I think you gotta do like a battle royal or something to, to crown new t- contenders because everybody else doesn't really have the story build up between now and all out. It's like three weeks
0: from now. Jambeard says, Can we get Alex doing an SRS impersonation singing battle cry? All right, let me look up the
1: lyrics. No that that is definitely not the same one. That's that's a different one. That's by somebody else. There are <laughs> there are a lot of words in yeah. that that well, I cannot
0: say. While you do that, uh Daniel says, "Punk versus Omega for a title shot, how would you book?" Uh we we cannot f- possibly get into full-on fantasy booking stuff um at at all. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Not, not, not as yet. of yet, but uh, the way i book it is Kenny Omega wins a shit ton of matches. CM mm-hmm. Punk is a dominant champion. Mm-hmm.
1: Chaos yeah. Control
0: uh, says, I don't know if the math spot was supposed to go like that, but you can see Andrade unstrapping the math seconds before. It yeah. seemed like Dragon Lee didn't expect this. So that's why I had tweeted like, damn, this, is, this feels like an accident. But I, I had a lot of people saying that he untied it before, but there you yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, um, and- well, yeah, yeah. You've been sent or you have the lyrics to I uh, do, cry. I do,
1: I do. And I'm, I'm doing I'm trying to do an impression of your of me weird redneck impression from TikTok. So this is this is okay. What I got.
0: So it is it is effectively an impersonation of what Denise says that I sound like. Right. Yes.
1: I hear the battle cry under the devil's sky, a little one-winged angel screams, fuels my hopes and dreams. Best battle machine. You ready for this? You ready for this? Hear the battle cry under the devil's sky. The one winged angel screams, You ready to go? You ready for this? Yeah, get her done.
0: I don't know, man. It's not really all that great. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. <laughs> Alex, tell the people what you got going on.
1: You can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps, uh, as well as um, uh, at my own YouTube, Alex Sour Graps, over there. Uh, after this, at some point in the next, let's say, half hour, Uh, I will be streaming uh, Shredder's Revenge, uh, doing some fun stuff over there, uh, trying to get the subs up if it's at all possible. Uh, Then um, doing uh, every Tuesday, we do the NXT post-show with me and Kate Elizabeth and over on Fightful Select. uh, Doing some sour graps on Mondays and Fridays, talking about Raw and SmackDown, much improved but nothing is perfect. So we always find
0: something to talk about. Flame Inc. tries to stir up a little bit more shit and says, Last Super Chat, did you see Wrestle Talk call you out when you said you're the only one who still reviews Raw? They said they are still doing it and they're first. Um, they do it the next day. And I'll tell you when I did see Wrestle Talk today when I was on one of their shows. Yeah. Flame mm-hmm. Inc. Uh, Beard says, Mater has entered the. Ch- Okay, I know a guy. I know a guy named Mater. Oh, yeah? And Drew Nicholas says, Flame Inc. has now (laughs) sent four months worth of (laughs) fights. Cinebay says, I'm originally from Pikeville. I spent years shedding that accent. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I, I know what you mean. Oh. Guys, thank you all so much. Leave a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate you. Until next time, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.